Nation where we talk about the separators from the uber-successful and everybody else. Success leaves clues, and we're looking at those different clues, trying to see we've both spent a lot of our life studying super-successful people, their habits and their traits and their rituals and the different things that have put them where they are. And we just released one last week on – uh, to be be more, do more, and have more, uh, uh, to, or as Justin says it, to be, to do, to have. And I uh, want to kind of roll right in, you know, piggyback off of that and talk about um, something that um, has been on my mind a lot, and that's the myth of maintaining and, and how that no matter where we get to in life, we cannot coast. We can't just maintain, but we were created to be fruitful and to multiply and to grow and that we must always be bettering ourselves and in enhancing ourselves and learning new traits and new skill sets and new mindsets and doing everything we got to do to be to be more, to do more, to have more, just like we said last week. And um, in this myth of maintaining, I, where this hit me at is um, in the gym. About 10 years ago, I was working out with this guy. Um, he's probably... 15 minutes, um, 15 minutes, 15 years older than me, in good shape, fairly good shape. He liked to run a lot, but after he'd get done running, he'd come into the gym. And I was working there in a little community gym uh, within the development that I lived in. And um, he was over doing bicep curls, and he would come in, he'd work out for about 15 minutes, do a few curls, a few shrugs, and then he would get out of there. And one day I just asked him, I was cutting up with him, and I just looked over at him. I said, Now don't lift all the weights. And uh, just trying to spark up conversation and be funny. And uh, he looked at me. He said, John, when you get my age, you just try to maintain. And it bothered me the way he said it because, you know, to me it's almost like you're giving up. It's like why do you just want to maintain? Why don't you want to always continue to improve yourself, always continue to better yourself? And um, I've seen people do that in business, Justin, and, and especially in our business, you know, they get to a point. And and they have tremendous growth year after year. And then all of a sudden, they kind of get in a rut where they're no longer advancing. They're no longer going forward. But it's like they're just trying to maintain and their numbers are no longer growing. Their teams are no longer growing. That hunger seems to no longer grow. And it's just kind of get into that rut of maintaining. And I feel like life and pressure and all the things that we deal with, I think it 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 kind of encourages maintaining. But here's what I know. It comes to fitness. And I, I'm not going to say I'm getting older. We we had this discussion off camera about my flat bill cap, trying not to look old and wear the old man cap. But, um, you know, I, getting older is something I struggle with. We talked about working out and different things we're doing to try to continue to, to stay vibrant, stay young, to stay energetic. Because I, the, the, just the thought of maintaining and not getting better just drives me crazy. And uh, I'm a numbers person. I look at numbers. If numbers are growing, I love it. If numbers are decreasing, I hate it. If numbers are maintaining, I hate it almost as bad as if numbers are decreasing because I feel like we were put here to grow and to always advance. But but from a standpoint, you know, they say that a man, I can't speak for women. I do all the research on men. But for men, we we lose once we hit age 40, I read somewhere that we start losing, if we just try to maintain that we'll lose 2% of our muscle mass every year as we get older. 
So it's impossible to maintain. You can't maintain. Your body's fighting against you. Everything's technology's fighting against you. If you just maintain the, the skill sets and the mindsets that you have, the educational level that you had, it's impossible because it, um, technology is advancing day in and day out. Now I can take this, this iPhone, this newest version, and I can give it to my kids, and they can almost do as much as I, I'm doing because they're steadily growing. They're steadily evolving. And and here's the thing, and I was I was thinking about this morning. I was taking my son uh, to to CrossFit, and he was sitting in the seat beside me, and I just looked at him, and I find myself doing that a lot lately. But I just just looking over at him because he looks different today than he did this time last week when I was driving him to CrossFit. He's grown that much. His hair's grown. His 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 facial structure starting to change now. His he he he's gotten taller. He's slimming up a little bit. He's 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 just evolving and growing so fast that every time I look at him, it looks a little different. It kind of makes me sad a little bit, but it also makes me happy from the fact that that I got a new kid. Almost every time we talk, the conversations are starting to get more in depth. We're starting to be able to bond on a, on a different level and talk about things we used to couldn't talk about, and, and I love it from that aspect. But it hit me today, most people, once they hit about 18, or, or, or especially boys, once they hit about 18 or 19, they quit growing physically. And the sad part of it is they go on to college and grow a little bit more mentally, but once they leave college, they quit reading books, they quit studying, they quit learning. And at that point, physically, mentally, emotionally, in every area, most of the population quits growing. That's where they quit. And uh, it's, it's a sad thing. And so they just maintain that level of, of education. They maintain that level of emotion. They maintain that level of strength. And you watch this. You watch bodies of, 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 of guys like, like, like that played sports, and, and those bodies get leaner and stronger right on up to college. And if they continue to play sports, they get longer. But look at a, look at a, a NFL, retired NFL player, a retired NBA player. There's always that exception. But most of them, they quit growing, they quit working out, they quit learning, and that body evolves back and just kind of metamorphosizes back into something else, and they kind of go the other way because they quit growing. And, they, and people do that in all areas of life. Produce or reduce is a thing that I've used a lot in coaching and dealing with our sales force. And it's just a basic philosophy of that if, if you're not being productive day in and day out, in other words, there is no Switzerland. There's no neutral ground. There's no, you know, if you stand still in the river and don't move with it, you know, you, everything's passing you by. And so if you're in a position that you think you've, you know, you've attained a certain level or you've gotten to a certain place and you feel pretty good about what you've done and you feel successful, I mean, the, the entire universe, your your career field that you're in, that you may think you currently dominate, you know, if you don't continue to be to innovate, to be innovative, and continue to work on yourself, continue to work on your business plan if you're in business, continue to work on your physical fitness plan because you 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 might be doing the same workout you've been doing for years, but your body's adjusting, it's adapting, it's getting older. I mean, we're and again before we started rolling cameras here, we were talking about a particular plan I was doing that just is great, works for a lot of people, worked for me for about a year, you know, with some intermittent fasting and different things, and then. My body got used to it and started slowly reverting right back to the way it was before because, you know, for me, when it comes to physical fitness, to keep any level of anything, uh, 
you know, with me being a foodie and, and, and a lot of things I enjoy about life involving around that, I have to really try to be innovative and keep up with it because my body, I got a stubborn body type. It goes and reverts right back to that. You know, in business, if you're not staying innovative, look how many stores J.C. Penney's is closing right now. Look at look at Pier 1. Uh, physical stores going out of business, you know, because they weren't innovative. They weren't on the they weren't on the cusp. They weren't on the cutting edge. I believe it was 1994 that Jeff Bezos caught the vision and said, "Okay, I'm gonna start Amazon." People are not gonna want to continue to shop in stores. That's right. Think about that's it, like 26 years ahead, and here of, of J.C. Penney, who just tried last year to start moving their business model. and pl- But it's too late. They're behind the curve. They, they wasn't innovative. They wasn't, on stop, they wasn't on top of it. They just said, we're J.C. Penney's. We're one of the biggest, you know, big boxes, uh, department stores out there. And people's going to always want to come to our store. Well, how'd that work out for them? It, it ain't working out too well, okay? And, and, of course, not just them. I mean, how many big box stores have we seen that just don't exist anymore and it's continuing to decrease uh, locations by the hundreds because they didn't evolve. Uh, they did not stay cognitive of their surroundings. They went into this. They drifted off into this, you know, uh, you know, like our friend Todd Saylor was on here, you know, the land of quo. I mean, really, they, they think they're on top and dominating, but what they actually did was they drifted off into to a, a slumber, a sleep of just becoming status quo. And while they're thinking they're going to be on top of the mountain forever, there's a mountain right next to them called, called the Bezos Amazon Mountain that's growing by leaps and leaps and bounds because he was innovative and he continued to grow. And so when we talk about, you know, produce or reduce, I mean, if you're not continually to avid, avidly work on yourself, listen, if you don't continue to avidly work on your relationships, you, your spouse, your wife, your kids, there'll be something else that'll come in uh, into that space and begin to take the lion's share of, of that time, begin to capitalize on that, uh, on the return that you normally would get from those relationships, okay? If you own a business, on the return that you normally would get from those businesses. So you just, you have to understand that if you're not always working, always moving, always moving forward, not only are things passing you by, but you're actually reducing, you're going in reverse. Well, it's, it's a friend of ours that, um, you know, in the similar business that we're in, um, back when we were building teams and we were trying to to, uh, to hire and recruit and train agents, as we still are, um, I, I remember you telling the story how he looked at you and said, "When's enough enough? Is it when's enough enough?" Because he was all, he was making all this money just a one man shop all by himself, and he said, "Look, I got enough money. What, what, what's enough?" And, and it reminds me of another story of. Uh, this guy I got a lot of respect for, multi multi millionaire that I've just God's blessed me to be. Just be he's uh, he's like a mentor to me. Um, I listen real keenly to everything he says, and um, I had remember having a, a drink with him one night, and he just said, uh, "He said, John, I could have quit ten years ago." He said, um, "I mean, I got enough money for me." And uh, oh, Siri, Anyway, he said, I got enough money for me. My kids would be okay. He said, but I got to work for my grandkids. He said, because the money that I have now will be worth half this much, you know, 10 years from now, 15 years. Because your purchasing power of money is is dropping every day, and and uh, it's called inflation. And the amount of money you have today is not going to buy you the things that will buy, you know, it buys you today, tomorrow. 
And so just that, that mindset that I'm maintaining, I'm just going to maintain this level I've got. You know, you could a million dollars would be worth half as much in purchasing power 10 years from now or 15 years from now. And so just the thought of that maintaining makes absolutely no sense, you know. And, and it's like that guy's story, what wins enough enough? Well, I'll tell you, enough today won't be enough tomorrow. And like you said, in business, you know, you see businesses come and go. Um, you know, Mark Cuban said it this way, and we've quoted it before on this uh, on the podcast, but Mark Cuban said you got to spend every day of your life working like somebody's trying to take it away from you because they are. We've got competition out there. And, the, and the, the most fearful thing that I deal with, or one of the most fearful things I deal with, is the fact of getting up in the morning and thinking, hey, did my competition get up two hours before me? Or laying down my head at night and thinking, is my competition still working? Because I know that if I can outlearn my competition and outwork my competition, I'll always be able to outdo my competition. And 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 to sustain that over a, a, an extended period of time is the key. Because here's the thing with new business owners and new entrepreneurs. You got that fire when you start. You've got that, you know, I'm going to prove the world wrong or I'm going to prove myself right. I'm going to do all that. But that fire will go out if you don't feed it day in and day out. And what I like to see is people that continue to have that fire year in and year out. And the only way you're going to have that is if you blow, if you throw off this, this uh, myth of, of maintaining, like you said, if you realize that you, if you're not producing every single day more and more and more, you're reducing. And, and just expanding those skill sets and mindsets to do whatever you got to do in those areas. But I just do not want to think that my competition is ever outworking me. So I got to grind while they're not grinding. I got to be able to do the things that they're not willing to do. And, and here's a big thing in that, you know. You brought up JCPenney's and Amazon. I, I remember Amazon. Amazon was a bookstore. I mean, used to, you didn't buy lipstick and different things that you can buy now on Amazon. Now I come in home and my wife will be like, why are you home so early? Because if I get home before the uh, UPS, we got a little route out at our house. The, the mailman, the FedEx man, and the UPS man usually run within an hour of each other. I don't want to tell you what time because I don't want you to come to my house stealing my boxes. But um, anyway... Uh, about eight o'clock at night is when they come. <laughs> but, but they all come about the same time. And, and, and what she wants to do is get all them boxes in uh, before I get home. So I don't necessarily know, you know, not like I'm not looking and seeing. But anyway, that's kind of a joke. And so I told her the other day, I was going through my bank records and I seen this, this purchase for this large amount of money. I said, what did you buy on Amazon? She said, no, that wasn't me. I said, well, yeah, well, she said, no, nah, I spread it out way thinner than that so you don't ever see it. <laughs> <laughs> and then looking back, it was me something I purchased. So she, she's way smarter than me on that kind of thing. But Amazon has taken over the world, and, and all this COVID-19 and the stuff we're dealing with now, man, they've done nothing but continue to grow and continue to grow and continue to grow and will continue to grow. But but here's the problem with, like, JCPenney's and, and Belk and these big department stores and in any business – what happens when you spend two or three years maintaining and coasting, you realize you're behind, but you're so far behind you can't never get caught back up. 
And so what a lot of business people do and what a lot of business owners do is they say, oh, my God, I've been sitting here coasting two or three years, and now I'm becoming obsolete because I'm outdated. I'm working with old systems and, and with, with, you know, old plans and old processes, and now my competition, they've already, you know, way past me. And so you got to get up every day, and you got to knock it out of the park every single day just to catch up and there's no harder place to be than playing that catch up game. So so you know the one thing that I've I've kind of found that 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 I've tried to develop the mindset of is I'm going to continue to grow, I'm going to continue to produce, I'm going to continue to learn more, you know, just piggybacking off of last week, you know, becoming more so I can do more to have more. But I'm not trying to hit home runs every day. I'm not trying to hit it out of the park every day. I'm not trying to, you know, just, you know, grind and crush it and and hustle, hustle, hustle every single day. But every day I want to hit a single. Every day I want to get on base. Every day I want to get a little bit better. I want to learn a little bit more. I want to sharpen my skills just a little bit more and just hit singles. Man, if we can hit singles, you, you've heard this from, from Sean Whalen and, and he, he heard this from, from uh, Garrett Wide and there's so many people that talked about this. If we can get that singles mentality, you know, we put it in our fitness and our workout. Man, we've been working out for all of us in this room. We've been working out lifting weights for so many years. We're not going in there and hitting every muscle group and just exhausting everything, but I'll go in there for 45 minutes and do something every single day, and I'll hit those singles consistently, and I'll continue to grow, and I'll continue to improve, and I'll continue moving because, hey, it ain't about hitting home runs every day. It ain't about hitting it out of the park. You look at the um, – you look at Canton. You look at the the Hall of Fame for baseball. You look at all of the names of the Hall of Famers, and you know what? Most of them aren't the big hitters. Most of them aren't the Babe Ruths or the Hank Aarons or the Sammy Sosas or the Mark McGuire's. Most of them are the ones that could just hit singles, get on base, drive in runs, consistent, 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 just like the shirts were getting made, consistent AF, because, you know, that that's the whole key in all of this and that's what keeps us growing that's what keeps us going and that's what keeps our competition from ever catching us consistency is key and keys open doors guys and so you know i mean it's just everybody and i've talked about this before but you you talk to so many people and they're like well i mean what's the key what's the secret i mean how how do you grow a company the size that you and John have grown? How do you do what you do? And how do you afford to live the way you live? And man, it just, I mean, there is no magic bullet. There's, there's no rocket science to it. It's getting up each and every day, going to work, you know, being cognizant, being alert, being, being knowing, Hey, you know, this is my surroundings. This is what I want to accomplish. I've looked at my goals. This is what I'm moving towards each and every day. And uh, and getting up and doing it every day and doing it on the days that you're quote unquote competition or that others because successful people do what every day what other people's only do other people only do occasionally, but getting up and just doing it every day and it's about the action. You may not you may not hit the home run every day. You may not hit a single every day, but you at least swung the bat. Now I mean, y'all know how many people listeners I mean listening to us listen. Do you know how many people don't even swing the bat? every day or every week even, you know, I mean, it's just, you know, they, they live their life like zombies and they don't even make an effort. And so if you're getting up, I mean, if you're showing up, uh, I mean, it's, it's 87% is the last statistic I looked at 
of uh, people never even make an effort towards the dream or the goal they have. You can ask them what it is, and then when you follow it up with what action have you taken to go towards it, well, well, I can't do that because, or I hadn't done it because of this, or I feel like I've been held back because of this. And you're talking to 30, 40, 50-year-old people. And listen, in the end, guys, the only regrets we'll have is the chances we didn't take, the relationships we were scared to have, you know, the, the, the financial commitments that, that we were uh, afraid to make. And so, you know, it's just, it's really is the basics. It's getting up every day, moving towards the goal, taking some form of action towards it because it's impossible to continue to take massive action day in and day out and then not reap a harvest in your life. And so consistency is everything. And, uh, and, and, and the biggest key to, to success and to not maintaining is, you know, outlasting. You're being able to stay ahead it long enough that you'll outlast everybody else that's going after the same thing you're going after. You know, I mean, I've heard uh, Ed Milet talk about it. I mean, most people, they quit hitting the pinata before the thing ever busts and the candy ever comes out. You got to stick with it if you end up with – calluses and bloody hands or whatever, you got to swing the bat over and over and over again. Keep beating the hell out of that pinata, and eventually it's going to bust. Eventually it's going to break, and then all that candy's going to come out the inside, all the provision you need, everything you've been working so hard for, and the next thing you know, you'll be in that moment where you're like, my goodness, I'm living my dream. You know, I, I dreamed of this. And I've, I've lived long enough now and accomplished enough. I've had some of those moments. I've been in some crazy exotic locations and had plenty of money in the bank at the time and been like, my goodness, you know, I'm, I dreamed about this. But the thing about achievers is, is you're never really happy there all that long because then there's a whole nother level of wealth. There's a whole nother location. There's a whole nother uh, amount that your company can be producing every year. And so, you know, you tend to not stay content. And if you're not content, if you get content and you say, man, I'm happy right where I'm at, that's your red flag, lights and siren indicator that you're in trouble. Yeah. If you ever get content and say, man, how much do I need? Got more than I ever thought I'd have. Everything's on cruise control. I got systems in my company that's operating. I don't even have to be there. I can live anywhere in the country. And, I man, I'm just happy. Well, that's great you're happy. But if you're happy on a level that you say, I'm happy, I'm content, I'm going to do nothing else to continue to strive forward, to push on, to get to the next level, you just signed your own death warrant. And that's the thing that scares the hell out of me, that keeps me up at night, that drives me crazy. Uh, you know, that's why I don't have a nine to five. I have a when my eyes wake up and open in the morning to when I go to sleep at night and then dream about it half the time on top of that. Is because you have to be obsessed. You know, like, like Cardone says, be obsessed or be average. And I'm obsessed with not being average. And, uh, you know, and you have to deal with some some things, guys. We're just talking practically, but I mean, you have to wonder sometimes, you know, my goodness. I mean, I'm, I'm this stuff is on my mind all the time, and I wish I could just be content. But at least three to four percent of the population is 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 just like I am, just like John is, and that's what we understand is. I mean, the moment that we would get content would be a scary moment because it'd be a moment that we just have signed a death warrant. You know, we forfeited our future, our destiny for comfort because comfort's a dream killer. 
and uh, my dreams is way too big to sit there and get comfortable. Well, and there's two two things about that. What you just said, you know, one thing is when you get comfortable and you start coasting and you just try to maintain. Um, people that were created for more that aren't doing more, they get bored. And there's there's two things that destroy men. And it's, it, I call it the double B's. It ain't the double D's to destroy men. Mm. <laughs> it's the double B's, burnout and boredom. And there's m- just as many people fail from boredom as they have burnout. I mean, um, if I want to get biblical, you can look at the story of David. He got bored. He quit fighting with the kings. And he, he got bored and he fell as a human. He fell as a king. He fell as a man. But boredom would take a hold of you. And 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 we're not supposed to be bored. We're supposed to be moving and doing and shaking and continuing to advance. So you got to be careful with that. And another thing, there's people that's not going to maintain that they they they're not. They know they're not created to maintain. They're always going to be advancing. And when these people are connected to you and you start coasting and they're not willing to coast, listen, you'll lose key people in your posi- in positions. You'll lose lose key contacts and key. Uh, employees and key partners because people that are going somewhere are not going to stay with people that are are satisfied with maintaining. Guys, we hope this has brought some value to you today and encourage you. Listen, make sure that you're going on and to all the social media platforms. And I want to take just a moment to ask you if you're if you're on uh, iTunes and you're listening to the podcast there, if you're listening through. Uh, trying to think through heart iheart radio if you're listening through itunes not itunes tune in radio if you're listening through uh spotify i'm just trying to name some of the major ones here listen guys on a lot of those platforms there's places you can go and actually give us a rating and leave a review we just ask that if you find value in it, especially those of you that listen consistently and regularly and have, have something from the podcast that's helped you in your life help us move up into ratings please go like uh, so make sure you're subscribing on all platforms possible as well as YouTube. But listen, be sure and like, share the the advertisements and the things that you see our company and our pages share. Help us to continue to grow this audience. We're doing this to help people. We want to bring value to people. And uh, and listen, we just that's all we ask. Just help us get the message out. We hope you've enjoyed this today. And listen, produce or reduce, it's real simple. Produce or reduce. We'll see you next time right here on Separation Nation.